0: the Jessica Snelly podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see I'm in a whole new setting. For those listening to the podcast, I have been on this, I don't know, journey. I I don't want to call it a journey, but basically I wanted to just up level the way that I record the podcast, my production, the way it looks because I'm posting it now on YouTube consistently. And I was in this big search For looking for places around Brisbane, the Gold Coast area, because that is where I'm currently living, the Brisbane area. And there was just such, there's such a large gap in the market to be able to go record your podcast, not pay an arm and a leg, be able to record more than one episode in an hour, and also have like an aesthetically pleasing filming recording studio. There was like a huge, huge gap for me. And so I was like, you know what, in the second bedroom, Where I currently am, obviously my YouTube, as you can see, I'm in the corner. I got a new chair. I got a new microphone. I got a microphone stand. I have two box lights. Behind me, I want some form of like LED lights. I actually got some and they're just not strong enough. So I'm not going to have all this plain white space for long. I just really, I mean, I don't know. I need to do like a Pinterest board and I need to see what I'm vibing, what I want to put up here, but it feels really, really good. And this may look and seem so simple to so many people, but I started this podcast in 2018 and yes, I've had a few gaps. I had like a last year, was it last year or the year before? I can't remember now, but it was like a four or five month gap and I started the podcast before I began my business and I put it off for six, seven months. I got the microphone. I remember getting it out consistently and I just wouldn't record because number one, I was scared to fuck up. And number two, the reason I didn't start it or want to release anything was because I was so scared of what people were going to say about me. My friends, strangers on the internet. And so I put it off for six to seven months. Eventually I decided, you know what? Fuck it. And I have been using the same microphone up until this year, my Blue Yeti. It is an amazing microphone, but I really just wanted to upgrade the sound, upgrade the looks as well. Because for those that can see, it doesn't sit on a mic stand like this. And I remember just going into the cupboard of my bedroom in the apartment that I was living in in Perth. And I recorded because the sound, it was so echoey. And I was so, I was like, oh my God, people are going to judge the sound. And, you know, this is me being so brand new to recording a podcast, to using Garage Band outside of high school, where in music classes I can't even remember, but we we didn't do the stuff like recording and things like that, and it was just so nerve wracking for me. And so I was in a cup, like quite literally in the wardrobe recording, and I remember stopping and starting. I remember cutting out some of my ums and ahs and. I don't think it's on Spotify. I have no idea why it hasn't transferred to Spotify, but I'm pretty sure Apple Podcasts, the first like 35, 30, I don't know, 30, 35 podcast episodes of the Jessica Pennelly Podcast are so shit. Like they are good substance. Like it's still the values and everything I stand for, but I mean in the production, the quality, me speaking, my confidence. And I said this, a couple of weeks ago to one of the girls on the Femme Club, I said, you know what, it, it was so shit. And if you were to compare my recording right now, like as of today, back in 2018, there's such a huge difference. And again, it's not just the production. It's not just the microphone. It's my confidence, the way I hold myself. I like I just fucked up then. <laughs> I fuck up so much on the podcast, but I really think it brings such a true and authentic experience, experience to the podcast. And- This space that I've created, of course, it's not like, you know, the be all, end all of the way that I want this podcast to forever to look, but it signifies such growth for me. And honestly, when I set it up and look, it's so simple, it's a microphone, it's a new chair, it's some box lights. But when I set it up, I just, I felt so proud of myself. And especially because that was one thing that I pushed through this huge fear of judgment this huge fear of failure before I even started my business. And this was a period where I was really, really unhappy with my life. I was really unhappy with who I was, what I was doing, the money I was making, my relationships, all of that. And so it really just takes me back. It makes me so nostalgic that I have come so far with the podcast and I've definitely gone through seasons. Like I said, I've taken a break from the podcast and you know, reflecting on I'm not one to every single week, like look at my statistics and downloads and that, but every so often I do tap into that, especially more so this year, because I've just really changed how open I am. I've always been so open on the podcast. I've always used it as my most most authentic expression of self when it comes to like a medium. And this year I've been even more open and it, it's it's really... The downloads and the people that I've reached really reflect that. And like I said, I'm not one to be like, oh my God, look at how many downloads every single week. But it is so amazing. It's honestly mind blowing to me the people I reach, the countries I reach. Last week when I checked it, I, you know, I have people in Egypt and Turkey and Saudi Arabia listening to this. Like that's amazing to me. And of course, shout out to my Australians, my Americans, all of you in Indonesia, you have been in the, the top like three for the past 12 months Um, and special shout out, as I always do to all of you in Finland and Croatia. Again, I have consistently been in your charts for mental health and self-development, but to, to everyone that listens to this, whether you are brand new, whether you have been following the Jessica Pinelli podcast since 2018, it's just amazing. It's so amazing to take you through the different seasons of life. And I'm sure one day I'm going to be in my dream apartment or my dream house. And I'm going to have this full, not decked out studio, but you know, like exactly how I envision all the recording type things. And, oh, I just, you watching on YouTube now can see how happy this has made me and, and just how much, how grateful I am and appreciative And it's really like I wanted to start the podcast with that and to say thank you continuously because I really wanted to make this episode just about you kind of reflecting on where you are. And I want you to reflect, I said this to a client the other day on our call, I want you just to reflect on where you are currently, but reflect back to like maybe five years ago, three, I I, I think I said three to six years ago. And look at where you were, but I want you to specifically think of a part of you that you're really, really proud of. Like you weren't necessarily struggling, but something you pushed through or a way of being or a way that you were operating. And I want you to think back to that time. And I want you just to think about what type of like identity and vibe and an attitude were you adopting? And can you bring that into the now? I want to give you an example. When I went to Bali and I started my business in 2019, there was a period of probably like three, mm, I don't know, three to six months, maybe just under six months. Definitely the first three months where I literally had no fear. I had no fear. I had like one moment where I asked my dad, okay, I'm going to do this what if I fail? And he goes, okay, what if you do fail? Just come back home to Bath, start again, be a personal trainer again, or, you know, try something different. And it was quite, it quite literally like a two minute conversation. But apart from that, the first few months of being in Bali and starting my business, moving to a different country, making new friends, all of that completely changing who I I was. I had no fear. And this year, especially the past few months, I've really been thinking about this more often. How can I tap more into that vibe? I said to my partner the other day, I think that as we get older, we start to become more fearful and now of course I don't want this and for you as well I don't want this to become like a self-fulfilling prophecy but I definitely think we become more fearful of things you know there's certain things we were doing in Europe and I'm like I swear if I was like 20 again I'd have no fear but now at 30 years old like it scares me a little bit all those types of things and I just really, that's one moment I reflect on and I keep coming back to this year. I think it's really significant for me because I've noticed a lot more fear come up for me. A lot of fear of success, especially not so much a fear of failure, but maybe a a big a big part of it has also been a fear of judgment. So, for you, start to number, rec- number one, recognize what is the thing that is coming up for you this year. Start to reflect back on the moment where you were like tapped into this very high vibrational self. And that's what I've been doing. And I think it's really been something that has been incredibly grounding for me this year. Because when I go and I tap into that energy and I go back to that moment, like I don't exactly remember my thought process. I don't exactly remember how I was acting to a T, but what I do remember is I just had no fear. I had absolutely no fear. And, you know, this is coming from someone that, yes, I've been doing the personal development work for such a long time, but also in that period, I was very, very unhappy. It was one of the reasons why I went to Bali. It was one of the reasons why I wanted to uh, build a business and not work for someone. So I just want you to know if right now you're feeling down or you feel like a part of your life, it doesn't have to be your entire life, isn't going in the way that you're envisioning or you thought you would be progressing, start to reflect back on those moments and think, how can I tap more into that? And I think that when you're reflecting now, it's it's quarter four of 20, uh, 2023, it's October 5th, and I think now is a perfect time to start reflecting on these things that you can start to be changing. You know, on this podcast, I'm always so open and I'm so honest. And I feel like definitely in the period of COVID, there was such a, I, I feel like I almost, my growth stopped to a degree, I think that the period of COVID taught me so much. And in fact, there's this article going around. I'm, I apologize. I can't credit, I, I'm not sure who wrote it. I've seen it a bit on TikTok and then I read it. I cannot remember. But basically, you know, people are talking about how there's like this gap that we're missing out as women. And I acknowledge like men miss out on that as well. It doesn't have to be a gender thing. But I definitely, I've always said the period of the pandemic, I definitely felt like. I was this 27-year-old and then all of a sudden I was 30 and I was able to travel and I was able to go out normally. I was able to do the things that I really wanted to do. And I feel that so many people feel that. And this is, you know, this is such a random podcast episode, but these are the thoughts that I've been thinking, the conversations I've been having when it comes to self-reflection. Last week's episode was all about self-trust. This is a big part of self-trust. And why I bring this up is because in that period, if you felt like you lost a bit of yourself, you felt like you weren't progressing, or if you just overall, the past 12 months, the past five years, you felt like you haven't been progressing. I think it's so important to know when enough is enough. I hear, and I used to be one of these people, so many people do themselves a disservice because they don't want to make a change. They don't want to trust themselves to make a change. They don't want to take this leap of fear. And I truly believe that, yes, change is dysregulating for your nervous system, but you need to teach your body your nervous system, how to regulate to the changes that you desire, not keep kind of like congratulating it and saying it's good behavior for dysregulating to the life you currently have. And when things aren't going your way, when things aren't working out, like your life is number one, a direct reflection of yes, your thoughts, also your self-trust, but also the way you are regulated. So when people are in a victim mentality or they think this is just the way it is or this is how my life is or I wasn't handed a a good hand of cards, whatever that saying is, it's about going internal and thinking, well, what can I change in my power right now? What is the thing that I can absolutely change in my power and even make baby steps? And so, you know, this episode, I just really wanted to bring to light, like how can you reflect on your life? but with the reflection, be very, very intentional. Things I like to ask myself is, if okay, if I'm thinking of a part of my life and I'm like, this hasn't changed or I'm frustrated or I'm angry or I'm overwhelmed, I ask myself, what is actually number one, the self-sabotaging behavior? Number two, what is the fear underneath this? This is an exact workshop that I went through with my client on our one-on-one call this week. And it was that, what is your self-sabotaging behavior? And what is the underlying fear to it? There is two different self-awarenesses, right? Being aware. Number one, self-awareness is knowing the problem, understanding your behaviors and the traits and what's happening. That's where most people believe. Like I... I hear so many people say I'm so self aware. Like I do this work, I'm so self aware, and they can they can identify their problem. They can identify what they're doing, all of that. But then the next level, and I've said this many many times in the Jessica Pinelli podcast, is the conscious awareness. Why? What's the actual behavior? Okay, you're procrastinating, but what is the procrastination? Scrolling your phone? What in particular? Binging Netflix? Okay, what else? Like getting very very, um. Clear, clear and concise on exactly the self sabotaging behavior is key. And then the fear part is don't just say i am afraid of failure why are you afraid of failure why does that keep coming up for you and you know when it comes to fear by the way if you haven't i did a three part series on fear not too long ago so if you haven't listened to those episodes definitely scroll back and go listen to them they're amazing so i'm not going to go into depth too much of the different types of fears cuz i did a three part series but i i just want you to acknowledge that the fear that you're living in, the fear that you keep embodying is just going to keep multiplying in your life. And this is how I was for so, so long is this fear literally kept multiplying in my life because that's all I would fixate on. And I would go into cycles. Now, one thing I shared with my client is when I'm in a self sabotaging behavior, number one, it's not about, sh- we don't shame or judge ourselves around here. But it's about having a conversation with yourself. If I am scrolling and it's been 20 minutes of scrolling on TikTok, I literally just say, Jess, what are you avoiding? What's that? I'm avoiding doing this work for X, Y, Z. Okay. Now the conscious awareness part is why are you avoiding that? What's the scary part? And for me this year, I have been battling is such a strong word, but it's (laughs) for lack of a better word, battling fear of success a lot this year and it's always rooted to that. But then I have to ask myself, what don't I trust? And this This is for you, right? What don't I trust myself with if I overcome this fear? And this links directly to what we spoke about last week, the self-trust piece. So everything that I've been speaking about the past couple of months on this podcast is all nicely linked together. It's a toolbox, right? There's everything here that you need. And this this piece is just a reminder to reflect, a reminder to reflect back on periods of things that were working really, really well. And then taking that, just like I said, I had no fear for part of 2019. How can I take more of that? But how can I apply it to where I am in life now? How can I make it fit and suit my world now? Because When you give your brain evidence subconsciously, it starts to pick that up, of course, with the repetition. But when you give your brain evidence that, hey, like I've actually overcome this before or this, like I never used to worry about these things. It goes, oh, yes, I do remember that. And this is where you need to practice it more and more to feed it to your brain, to keep it as a core memory. So reflect on where you are. I think that it is so easy to listen to me, to read books, to listen to other podcasts and not actually do the reflection piece. And not actually be very, very intentional about how you're moving forward in life. Again, this is a reminder. If your money, your career slash business, your relationships, your health and wellness is not where you want it to be or you're not progressing in a way that you thought you would be, you really only have yourself to blame. And I know that sounds so blunt and I know this may trigger a lot of people, But right now, you have so many resources. Does it mean that you need all the answers? No, you don't need all of the answers. You don't need to know the exact formula, strategy, blueprint, roadmap, whatever it may be. But you have enough to start to make an active change. Again, I say this with so much love and appreciation for holding space for me to share this with you because I have been in those really, really low moments where I'm like, my life is doomed. This is fucked. Like nothing is going to work. I promise you. But when I reflect back, I can see that like, I only had myself to blame because every day I would do the same thing. I would think the same thing. And It takes time. It takes discipline. Stop. Remember, there's always going to be a lag of the results that you are going to get from the work you do. So don't do, I normally see, um, there's like a two to three week I see with women where they try really, really hard. They change all the things. They do all of the things and then they don't see the results. So they stop and then they repeat the same cycles. They start self-sabotaging again and then they wonder why nothing is changing and then they say well I tried I tried this I did this ritual I did this routine I I implemented this thing and nothing changed two to three weeks is not good enough you need to give it three to six months three to six months to start to see a change three to six months to actually have it on repeat and you're being conscious so this is your reminder to reflect reflect on where you are sit down, especially as we're coming towards the end of the year, right? We don't want to, and I'll be doing maybe a podcast episode around goals and intentions as we hit the new year. If you really want that, definitely slide into my DMs on Instagram and let me know. But I really just want you to take the time to reflect because the consistent conversations that I'm having with women, my clients, my friends in the DMs consistently is that they feel like they're just not progressing or they feel like they've done everything and they're still so burnt out. They're still so overwhelmed. They're still so over life, but they're trying to stay positive. They're trying to do all of the right things. They're trying to manage their emotions and regulate their nervous system. And they're trying so hard, but it feels like this constant uphill struggle. And it's actually one of the reasons why I have created the my container, the Confidence Collective, which is currently open. This is going to be the last time I run the Confidence Collective for good, not just for 2023. But if you have really been resonating with the podcast episodes, the past few episodes, especially the self-trust one, you need to come into this container. You need to come into this, this container and have it finish of your year. And, you know, I'm there. The, logistically, we have three calls. We have a limited group, Voxer. We have modules, lifetime access to the modules. But that is a place for support. That is a place for accountability. This is the thing. All of you that are listening slash watching this podcast episode, you're all capable. You're all high-achieving women. You are all so determined and ready to change your life. This is why you've attracted my podcast into your life. So no way am I going to sit here and be like, "You, you need to do these things and you haven't even tried. I know you've been trying. I know that it's hard. I know that it's really, really easy to fall into a victim mentality. But the Confidence Collective is to acknowledge you're doing the work. I know you're a capable woman. But why not have someone support you? Why not have someone guide you exactly in for you? We do tailored, customized in all of my containers. There's no copy and paste bullshit in any of my containers. So don't worry about that. I spend time with each woman that comes into my containers and I make sure, all right, this is A and you want to get to Z. What are we doing for you? And this probably isn't going to work for the second person I speak to in this mm-hmm. container. So really, this is about support. This is about accountability. This is about expansive conversations. This is about me guiding you. And instead of waiting, not trusting yourself, not trusting the process, Or, you you know, excuses really, like if you say you have no time and and no money, busy, whatever it may be, just think like excuses really, and this is when I used to use them, I had a lack of direction. So I was so confused at the right way to go. I just didn't trust myself with making an investment. That was a big, big thing of mine. That's why I put off an investment for nearly the first year of my business, because It wasn't so much the money thing. It was like, do I trust myself to do the work? Do I trust myself to invest in this container and do the work and show up for myself? Do I trust myself to be committed? And this is one of the amazing, beautiful things about the Confidence Collective is that's this piece, this self-trust piece. It's about here, I'm going to show you how you can trust yourself. I'm going to show you how you can commit to yourself. And again, as always, my DMs are open. If you ever want to speak about an investment, if you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, I need the support. I need the accountability. I need someone to tell me, give me give me the, the way for me because I've tried everything come have a chat with me. We close enrollment in about a week and a half. There are a couple of bonuses. So definitely slide into my DMs. Tell me you've listened to this podcast episode and we can go through the bonuses. There are payment plans, but I'm so excited for this last round of TCC and all of the conversations I've been having inside of the podcast the past couple of weeks is directly related to what I'll be expanding on, what I'll be teaching, what I'll be mentoring. So Here's your reminder. Please reflect where you currently are. Please reflect on the things that you were doing. Reflect on the things you're doing on autopilot and and be very, very honest with yourself. And don't set up this plan like next month, I'll wait till November 1st or next year, I'll wait till 2024. Like quite literally start now and be conscious because I promise you, you will be in the exact same way of behaving and being over and over and over again unless you actually become consciously aware, write down these things and start to take action on these things. And of course, all of these reflections, if you come into TCC, I like send them to me, we can make up a game plan for you and we can go through exactly. All right. You've pinpointed, like I said, I know you're capable of this, but let's pinpoint exactly. So reflect, It is going to help you reflect and take action. Whatever has been top of mind for you right now in your relationships, with your money, whatever is scaring you, just embrace the fear. I promise you it is going to be so, so worth it when you were listening to this this time last year and you remember this conversation. You remember the conversation that you and I are having right now and you think I actually took action. I actually made a change. I reflected on all the reasons why I'm self-sabotaging, on all the reasons I'm scared, of all the reasons I don't trust myself, of all the reasons I'm on autopilot. That is where you're going to see true change. Now, as always... I would love, love, love for you to slide into my DMs or tag me on your story, have a conversation. Let me know what topics you want me to speak about on the podcast. And I have a really exciting episode coming up with a guest. So I think it should be the next episode after this. So stay tuned for that. But let me know. What you want to see, as always, I would love a five-star review. It helps the podcast so much. If you're watching here on YouTube, I would love for you to subscribe, leave a comment, tell me your biggest takeaways. And I appreciate you all. From All my OGs from 2018 to listening to this podcast for the first time in 2023, there's been such a journey. It's been such a transformation. I hope you see that this reflection piece was directly correlated because I had to do reflection. I had to see like what, what was not serving me. How was I doing myself a disservice and how can I change that in the now. And that's exactly what I want you to do. As always, I appreciate you and I'll speak to you next episode. Bye.